Welcome to Find Your Sexy, the podcast that encourages self-love and celebrates female sexuality. I'm your host, Kelsey Valletta, and I want to help you discover your own unique sexy and learn to embrace it every single day. Thank you so much for joining me as we break the stigma together. Hello, welcome to another episode of Find Your Sexy. I want to talk about something today that I haven't talked about a lot on the show yet, um, but it's something that I feel like is important and needs to be needs to be talked about um, and has come up in my personal life a lot lately um, and in conversations that I've had with other women. So today I want to talk about insecurities. Let's talk about insecurities. We all have them, right? No matter what our age is, no matter what we look like, no matter where we come from, we all have insecurities. So I want to talk about them today because I don't think that we really talk about them enough and it can be so easy to feel alone in your insecurities and alone in how you feel when no one else is talking about it around you. So let's change that today. Let's start a conversation. Let's talk about insecurities. You know, the world that we live in now is so influenced by social media that people often just see the good or the wins in our lives and never the bad, right? You hear this a lot. You know, we want everyone to think that we are as perfect or as whatever adjective you want to use here, you know, just as good as everyone else online because we want to fit in. We want to be accepted and we want to be liked. That's just human nature. But oftentimes, this actually leads to even more insecurities. It leads to us feeling more insecure in different aspects of our lives. So I actually took to social media last week and posted a poll on my Instagram stories. I, first of all, just, I love doing these polls because every time I do one, more and more people participate and get involved and... I, I just appreciate it so much and it's so interesting seeing the outcomes of every question or every statement that I post um, and it, it really just helps just kind of solidify this idea of a need for a community so we can talk about these things, especially when it comes to insecurities. So I posted six questions slash statements about insecurities to learn how the majority of people feel, or at least the majority of the people who are following me and listening to the podcast feel, because you guys are my people. So I'm going to post the poll results for all the questions on my Instagram feed later this week, but I want to talk about a few of them right now on today's episode. So the first one I asked is this, is your biggest insecurity something physical or internal. So this one was so interesting to me. Maybe this will surprise you or maybe it won't, but 65% of people answered that their biggest insecurity is something, can you guess which one it was? Something internal. 65% of people answered that their biggest insecurity is something internal. And I can absolutely relate. I will say, I think uh, stereotypically, 
a lot of us just kind of assume insecurities are um, are physical or are caused by uh, judgment of appearance, right? But when you stop and think about how you feel personally and you, you see this number, 65% of people answered that it's something internal and you start thinking about the things that you struggle with as an individual, it all kind of clicks, right? I can absolutely relate. And what I have learned over the years is that most of the internal insecurities I have had became insecurities because I kept focusing on it. And I would overthink every little detail surrounding it, which then led to anxiety around it, which then only made me feel worse, right? Now, this isn't the case for everybody. This is just my experience, how my brain tends to work, right? But I had to become aware of that. So for example, I have always labeled myself as an introvert, which is true in a lot of ways, but I put myself in a box. I don't know when, I don't know at what age, but for as long as I can remember, I put myself in a box of what should make me feel comfortable as an introvert. And anything that was outside of that box was too intimidating for me because I'm an introvert. I can't handle that. That's what I told myself, right? I was limiting myself in situations with people where I felt as though I was not going to be liked or understood because I'm not outgoing enough for them. They won't understand me. And this made me feel really insecure in my ability to meet new people and to, I'll use the term that used to really make me nervous that I used to really hate, network. And you can imagine that this was not the ideal headspace to be in when you're 22 years old, graduating college and moving to Los Angeles to work in the film industry. That was me. And I limited myself from the day I got there because of my insecurities. And I feel totally comfortable and confident to share that with you now because I'm in a completely different place in my life and I believe everything happens for a reason and I am so grateful for what I am doing now. But I have spent a lot of time learning about myself and understanding that sometimes I can be the biggest thing standing in my own way. And I think a lot of people can relate to that. And I just want to openly say that right now, if you can relate to that, if you feel like when you reflect and you feel like, you know what, I think sometimes I can be the biggest thing standing in my own way, you're not alone. Don't be hard on yourself. Don't be critical of yourself. I think a lot of us are like that. So I know that I, I could be, you know, the biggest thing standing in my own way. So I had to challenge myself to break out of that box I put myself in and be more extroverted. And, you know, I don't mean be someone I'm not. It's still being myself. But, you know, I knew that I had to grow and push myself outside of my comfort zone in order to be the woman I wanted to be and have the life that I want for my future. And I am now part of two networking groups that I absolutely love. And, you know, seven years ago, I never in a million years would have thought I am part of networking groups that I absolutely love and enjoy. And the truth is, is every meeting that I have, I force myself to speak up and say something. No matter 
how nervous I get or how uncomfortable I might feel because I'm starting to doubt myself. I force myself to say something because I know that the more I do it, the easier it will get and the more secure I will become and the more confident I will feel. And that's totally worth it to me. Okay, so the second statement on the poll was this. I talk openly about my insecurities with people I trust. 79% of people answered yes. 79% of people said yes. I talk openly about my insecurities with people I trust. This made my heart smile when I saw the results for this one. You know that I'm a fan of talking about your feelings and a fan of having communities that you can rely on. I think it is so important to be able to talk about how you feel. It is so important to be able to have at least one person that you can talk to with no judgment. Someone who will listen to you, talk about your insecurities, and not write them off, not take them lightly. Someone who is willing to help you explore your insecurities and who will be your cheerleader as you overcome them because you will overcome them. And I'm telling you right now that if you don't talk about what makes you feel insecure, then you are always going to feel insecure. And I wish that was not the case, but it's just, it's just the truth. Nothing changes unless you make a change. And if you want to talk about it, but maybe you feel like you don't have anyone to openly talk about your insecurities with, there are resources out there. Um, I highly encourage, you know, talking to a counselor about it, even if it's just to talk about this one aspect. But I also want you to know that I'm here for you. I will always make time because you know how important I think it is. Email me. We can chat on the phone. We can FaceTime. We can meet in person whenever the time comes again for us to be able to do that, right? I can't wait for that time to come. I think that once you start talking about your insecurities with other people, particularly other women or other people in a similar situation as you, you will see that you are not alone in how you feel whatsoever and that it can get better and that you will overcome it. I think it's important to just keep that in mind. Other people have experienced it and it has gotten better for them and it will get better for you. So the third statement that I want to talk about is this one. My insecurities have stopped me from doing something that I wanted to do. 77% of people said yes. 77% of people have missed out on something they wanted to do because of an insecurity, either physical or internal. And I don't know about you, but when I hear that, I just immediately, I, I feel sad. Reading that makes me feel sad. And I feel sad because I can relate. I know what it feels like. And this number right here, this 77%, is the reason we need to have these open conversations. It is the reason we need to stop feeling ashamed. It is the sole reason that we need to learn to embrace our insecurities. Because life is short. And missing out on things that we want to do in our life because of our insecurities is not fair to ourselves. It's just 
plain and simple, not fair. We deserve better than that. I know that. You know that. It's easier said than done. I also know that. But it's not fair. And listen, I, I just, I know it's not easy. I want to reiterate that. I know that, you know, I'm saying, oh, you know, just do this or remind yourself of this. But I know it's easier said than done. But, you know, we all have insecurities. And especially as women, we put a lot of pressure on ourselves to have it all together, to be the absolute ideal confident woman. But we're always going to have insecurities come up. And chances are, when we learn to embrace and overcome one, another one will just pop up as we enter a different stage in our life because it's new and we didn't know that we should expect it, right? And that's okay. That's normal. It's something that we are all going to experience together, even if we are experiencing it at different times in our life. You know, I have physical insecurities like my melasma on my face, spider veins on my legs, and a little bald spot where I just don't grow any hair on my head. And I have internal insecurities like fear of failure and, you know, battling the need to be a people pleaser. These are all things that I'm aware of and I've had to learn and accept And some of them I've chosen to learn from and embrace. And, you know, embracing insecurities is something that I'm constantly working on. And you will be constantly working on. It's one of those constants in life that will never have an end. And it's just something that we're always trying to do better at. So when your inner critic starts talking, just talk back. I want you to talk back to her, except this time you're in charge, not her. You are in charge. You get to decide what you tell yourself about yourself, and you get to decide that you are worthy of self-love. It's up to you. You know, I wholeheartedly believe that if we pay attention to them, Our insecurities are there to teach us just how amazing and beautiful and strong we really are, even if we don't believe it at the time, even if we are not convinced of it on a surface level. They're there to teach us that. So do not be afraid to talk about them. Your insecurities do not make you weak. They actually make you perfectly human. So I hope that you took something away from this episode. I hope that something spoke to you, something touched you, that you learned a little bit more about yourself. You felt a little bit more comfortable with who you are. Maybe you feel inspired to embrace some of your insecurities in whatever way you know how. So thank you so much for listening to this episode. I just think it's so important to have these conversations and You know, it doesn't feel right talking about finding our sexy and embracing our sexy without talking about the insecurities that are there beneath the surface that we have to battle in order to um, really embrace our true sexy and figure out what it means to us. So don't be afraid to have those conversations. It's absolutely okay and it's absolutely needed. And as you can see, according to these polls that I did, um, a lot of people agree. So until next time, 
go out there, talk about your insecurities, get it out there in the open, and find your sexy. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. For more information, visit findyoursexy.co or follow me on social media at Kelsey Valletta. And if you would like to leave a five-star review of the show, I would be so grateful. Actually, I can't think of anything that would be more sexy.